Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Our very special guest is Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers, one of six Green Beret flight surgeons in the world until his recent retirement this year. He's going to give us the insight about what's happening in the United States military, particularly with regards to the COVID shots and much more. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me on Faith and Freedom is Holly Mead. You know, Doc, you have been deployed many times and seen many of people give their lives for defending our country. But I want you to share, someone told you one time this quote, live your life like his life mattered. Tell us about that and mm. how that has had an impact on what you're doing today. Mm. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I share that. And uh, I had that soldier's mom uh, tell me that I couldn't share that story. And I wear his name on my bracelet, uh, Jeff Shaver. Um, Jeff was in my truck 12 of May 2004 at a grid coordinate in the Mike Bravo sector south of Baghdad, just across the Euphrates River, the July 14 bridge. We were struck by an IED, which uh, turned into a complex attack. And Jeff was my gunner. Um, Jeff stood next to me. Uh, Jeff took my place. And I'm just going to leave it at that for the specifics of it. Um, but uh, I put his body in a bag and... Uh, I didn't escort him home because I was still in combat. I was wounded that day as well, but I was able to stay in theater. Uh, I actually signed my own return to duty. I can talk about that now because I can't be prosecuted under UCMJ anymore as a civilian. But uh, I signed my own return to duty paperwork so that I could stay in theater. I said, yeah, the doc gave me this. They didn't know I wasn't. I was, I was the guy that actually signed it. <laughs> so the doc gave the doc, which was you, your return to it work. It was me. I, I gave it to myself. That's technically the truth. That's a, I mean, let me just pause here because people that have never served in that kind of a theater right. don't understand the commitment of our men and women, and like Lieutenant Colonel Dr. Pete Chambers, right. that this is what they do. And they do it at the highest, highest, highest level that we can't even imagine. And they bring and that home every day. They have those memories. Yes. And it's the freedom that we enjoy today is because. Right of people like you that are there now that have gone before us that will go after you as well. And of all the people that defend our constitution and our freedom, you should have the benefit of the same constitution right. and the laws that you give your lives to defend. And that is being denied you and other men and women right. in the military. And that's why we're so passionate about helping every service uh, member in all the branches of the military. Con continue on, that's but th right. that's a powerful yeah. statement. How does that it's have powerful. an impact on what it, you're it, doing today when she says, live your life it, like his life mattered? Like his life mattered. And it's so important to understand that because I've found after 39 years that the truest virtue of a warrior is love. It, it just is. It's love. It's John 15, 13 love. But the, to know it in action is a different thing. To see it in action, it's, it's the love that a mother has for a child. She would A mama bear would stand in the way of anything. And that's that love. And when you know what that is, and then you transpose that to the to the battlefront, but also to the front we're in right now, we've got to be that passionate about this fight. So when that mother told me when I took went to his re, uh, memorial service, and she said, "I want," so I said, "What can I do for you, ma'am?" And she said, "Just live your life like his life mattered." That's where that came from. 
and it it also reflects the you know the cross as well and that you know live your life like Christ's life matter but but truly that's that's what we're in right now and and it's a brotherly love it's a, it's an agape love that's so deep and it's just so hard to explain to people unless you can use and thank you Holly for bringing that up because that that's a perfect example way to explain why we're so passionate about the fight we're in we're not just going away and retiring and despite the abuse that you've uniform. encountered now you are living your life to matter for these other soldiers that are experiencing this abuse yes ma'am we got to dr chambers uh it seems obviously with this current administration you have this shot mandate coming down from biden to the secretary of defense lloyd austin then it goes down to the various military branches but it seems as though, from an outside perspective, that there's a level, let me just say top brass, if you will, that needs to have a worldview change. Uh, I understand following orders. I get that. I understand that. And you understand it more than certainly anybody. But some of the top brass are part of the problem. I would think, at least from my outside perspective, of going beyond what I see happening with abuse with the men and women in the military. For example, in the United States Navy, even though there's a class action injunction protecting the men and women in the Navy, some of the members of the Navy, some of the sailors are being confined to berths that have rooms that are very small. Uh, the toilets are overflowing, the feces are in the toilet bowl, the worms are there, they have to wipe up the floor every day with towels as the urine and other things float throughout their, their, under their bed. Um, and they're doing that to punish them because they're exercising their religious freedom. Yeah, that's a great, uh, great segue into this. And I can use a really good story to help bring full circle. So uh, it's what I call the, the regulation system. It's existed since the beginning of time. It's a, you know armies have regulations, but the the grunts in the on the ground and in the barracks, the you, it's at the commander's discretion sometimes. It said or the NCOs who are the backbone of the of the military, the backbone of the NCOs, the ones that are there. They they take the operational and strategic levels, well operational stuff and bring it down to the tactical guys and say this is how it's going to work, guys. And sometimes those those regulations are not in the books and most of the time they've been used for good it's we're going to fix this problem but you're going to carry these buckets you know five miles and you're going to come back and then right we fix that problem but in this case in this case these shadow regulations are killing our soldiers and they're destroying families lives and this is the problem because when you just pass it on and use as a leader as a leader who's responsible for everything that happens or fails to happen when you just pass that on and think, well, I'm just going to retire and get out and do my thing, and I'm not going to worry about this. You're you are complicit in this whole crime because this is this will be, in my estimation, Pete Chambers' personal estimation, will be found as we look back sometime from now. This was a crime. So obviously, Lloyd Austin is is the head accountability for this, but you've, you're saying that commanders are doing these actions as well and enforcing these soldiers for these shots. Absolutely, Holly. If you look at the original fragmentary order, frag order that came down, I believe it was number five, came down to the military. It, in the fine print, it says commanders are responsible to administer the appropriate vaccine. There has not been a one. They don't, somebody just can't write a letter and say BLA equals EUA. You know, a, a basic letter of agreement doesn't equal emergency use authorization. Therefore, they're interchangeable. You can't just magically do that with your you know, dialectic praxis, you know, which to me is voodoo. 
And they've been trying to trick the soldiers, too, saying that these shots are approved. Normandy doesn't exist, right. although there have been files that have showed up to the Coast Guard and they've given them to them. Uh, when I when I got those on the border, I sent them back. And that's how I ended up getting fired and then rehired because I had a, a whistleblower protection. But yeah. That's fraud, and you're not you're not to follow it's, orders that are fraudulent. It's, it's unreal what uh, we're seeing happening uh, in that scenario there, and the abuse of these men and women. And what you talked about betrayal earlier in uh, a program that we did with you, but the betrayal is is at a heightened level mm -hmm. because of the abuse that they're getting because of the religious freedom. Let me ask you a question. There is uh, Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin has been very vocal with regards to these COVID shots, but. Outside of that, there haven't been a lot of members of the United States Congress that are vocal about this. Where are they? Why are they not speaking out? I have spoken personally on the phone to about 15 and in face-to-face -face at least four, including Senator Ron Johnson, who has been probably the backbone of this um, fight from the top down for us, um, and, he, and he listens. Uh, Chip Roy has been, I've had face-to-face -face with him out of Texas, uh, Louis Gomert out of Texas. And Louis told me when I met him down in San Marcos, he said, Doc, he said, walk up to him when you, next time you go down the Longworth building, walk in their office and up on the hill, look him in the eye and ask him, did you invest in Pfizer and Moderna before or around the time that the shots or that COVID was a thing? You know, and that's, that's Louis Gomert telling me that's a sitting member of Congress. Well, what about some of these younger ones, these firebrands that are so go-getters? Where are they? I, I, I'd say that, that's, that I don't care whether they invested or not. I don't care. I want them to do something now. If that's embarrassing that they invested in an insider tip, they're, they're allowed to do that. That's, that's legal for them. But they need to, they need to speak up. They need, they need to speak up. They can't use our blood and our injuries. Okay, make some money on it. I got it. That's what you did. It's embarrassing, but you got to stop it now. Right. You got to stop it, and you've got to do the right thing. Our special guest is Lieutenant Colonel uh, Dr. Pete Chambers, uh, recently retired from the United States Army, one of six Green Beret flight surgeons in the entire world. We're going to continue our discussion on our next program. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash military. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved.